0: You're listening to the Fortnite Community Podcast with your host, Too
1: Loud TX and Goal Zero. What up, what up, what up,
2: and welcome to episode, I think it's like 10 of the Fortnite Community Podcast. I'm your host, Too Loud TX. Who's counting? I, I, I think it's 10. I'm pretty sure it's 10. But it doesn't matter. It could be 10. But as you guys can hear, he's here, the one, the only, the one HP killer. No, 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 no zero. What's going on, bro?
1: What up, man? Um, not much. We've been playing a lot of Fortnite. That's for sure. Staying up way too late, as always. <clears throat> that, has and, ha- uh, that
2: has been happening. Yes.
1: We've been catching a little bit of cheating. Got <laughs> yeah. a video. Yeah. So let me tell you, <laughs> if you're cheating and you're in the game with me, you better hope you don't kill me, because I will record it and I will post it. I'm gonna be posting on YouTube, Reddit. We're gonna tweet it out. Make sure that Epic knows who you are. So don't King, cheat. King, King Jasmine twenty one, if you're out there. <laughs> Earl. Oh, must of must a. I, have, I have no problem dropping name bombs. Yeah. No problem whatsoever. Yeah, so calling uh, attention to cheaters. This was
2: actually a cheat we saw last night where they were underneath the farm area. Um uh like, I don't know, they, he could go, where could he go? He literally could go the whole south part of the map, it looked like. I
1: mean, he, it looked like he could go pretty, pretty far. I mean, at some point, there was, like, a hill that brought him close enough to the bottom of the map where he was able to, like, jump back onto the map. Right. Um, and we watched the whole game to kind of see if he would go under again. We wanted to catch him going under. Uh, we did catch, we do have video of him being under the map uh, and moving around. Um, so we never I, saw him go back. I freely under. died.
2: So he, so, cause he couldn't catch me at first. I guess there were some obstacles he had under the map and he was shooting me. And I was like, this guy's under the map, started running away. And then David's like, let him kill you so he can report it. So I'm like, okay, yeah. I let him kill me. So yeah, yep. he went back and got my scar that I had and, uh, they actually won the game. I think he actually ended up winning that game. So that was, they did,
1: they did win the game.
2: There you go. Cheating your way so, to win.
1: Cheaters prosper sometimes, but I mean, <laughs> with the videos and stuff we put out, probably not for long.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Don't use that for any young people out there that you know, your mother says cheaters never prosper. And you're like, well, I was listening
1: to the podcast of this one guy.
2: <laughs> he said cheaters do prosper sometimes. No, they don't. I'm sure he'll, he'll probably get short
1: lived, short term gain, long term penalty.
2: You know, that guy probably didn't have a glom Tom. That's, that's, that's probably why he's not happy with life, and he's cheating. Probably
1: why he's cheating. So, he's as like, always, guys. I so I'm <laughs> ruining everybody else's game.
2: <laughs> as always, guys, this episode is brought to you by our sponsor, GlomTom. GlomTom.com. Go check it out. Use the code FORTNITE for 5% off. Uh, those guys have some awesome things in the works for this year, so keep your eyes on there. I mean, if you like the GlomTom product, they have some other products coming soon that they've been working on. So, uh, I'm excited to, to see what they come out with. But remember, you can go to GlomTom.com, G-L-O-M. Tom.com, to and get 5% off with the code Fortnite. Uh, thank you to everybody that has continued to give us iTunes reviews. We'll do another iTunes review read uh, in a couple weeks at the beginning of the podcast. So keep those iTunes reviews coming and we will shout you out here in a couple weeks. There was one continuous message that was going on between the last couple shows that we had, David. And you had made a suggestion and I had agreed with you multiple times about abandoning Daily Quest. And being able to get a new challenge, right? Essentially, yep. like, hey, I don't, I don't like this challenge that is get, you know, in the top fifty-five times in solos because I don't really play a lot of solos, and I want to, you know, whatever, whatever the case may be for you out there, you just want 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 a new challenge and reroll. You can actually do that. So, thank you to Michael Smith. Uh, he sent us an email, and he says, Hey guys, love the podcast, and thank you so much for the great content. Just wanted to write in and mention that you can reroll one quest per day in Battle Royale, at least on PC, he says. Since you've talked about not being able to do it on the last two, ep- last two episodes, uh, obviously you wanted to let us know. So all of you, all you have to do is select uh, to inspect challenges at the bottom of the screen. I believe that's the left click on PlayStation on your left thumbstick. Uh, then uh, select abandon quest, and once you do that, uh, another one will auto-generate for you instantly. Uh, I think this was a recent change they made in one of the newer updates. Hope this helps, and keep up the great work, Schmitty. So thanks so much for that, buddy. I know somebody else also gave us that uh, same uh, comment actually on our Podbean. So thank you so much for that one. I'll figure who it was, and we'll shout you out as well. Uh, I don't have that one pulled up right now, but thank you guys so much for writing in, letting us know when we are wrong because we, it's not like we're always right. So we do appreciate sometimes your we help. Just don't know. We haven't figured it out. We, we just don't know. We just don't know. So uh, as always, guys, you can continue to check us out on YouTube, we dropped a couple of videos last week. Uh, just go to YouTube and search Fortnite community podcast. Um, we are not as big as the man and the awesome guest we have here with us today. Uh, So we don't have a cool, like, specific YouTube address. But hopefully over time we will get one. But we do have a wonderful guest with us today, Mister beanhead 9 What's up, buddy?
3: Hey, what's up, guys? Cheers for uh, having me on the show. I've been tuning in for the last couple of weeks, listening to you guys talk about a Battle Pass and all that kind of stuff. And, yeah, some interesting thoughts going on, that's for sure.
2: Yeah, man, you uh, you actually have a new video out about that as well. So uh, we want to get to know you. So let's go ahead and jump in here. And uh, get to know us a little, a little cozy up next to the fire with some beanhead here. All right, bro. So here we are. Give us a little glimpse first before we jump into all the great content you've done for Fortnite. How'd you get to this point? Like, what did you start playing? You know, what era of gaming did you jump into? How long you been doing YouTube? Those kind of things.
3: Uh. Era of gaming would probably be like classic RTSs on the PC. All right. Like uh, June uh, June 2, Command & Conquer. That's probably when I kind of tuned in.
2: Dude, that's throwing it back. Command & Conquer is definitely throwing it back. Yeah, that's probably throwing
3: it back. But that's probably when I started taking gaming a bit, some would say, too seriously. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Playing too much, like stand up too late, all that kind of stuff.
2: I remember there was a uh, there was a Command and Conquer where like all you had to build was the like the backpack guys, like uh, the little army backpack, like Marines, and you yeah, could yeah. just demolish everybody. You just just that's all you had to build because they could attack yeah. air and ground. It was just ridiculous.
3: Yeah. So then, uh, I mean that that kind of got the ball rolling, and then since then, kind of played, didn't really stick to his genre for a few years. Yeah. Kind of playing all kind of uh. On my PS2, I was playing all the Dragon Ball Z games. Uh, anything Lord of the Rings that came out, I was playing that. So anything Lord of the Rings.
2: I know you. You mentioned PlayStation, and I know you yes. play on PlayStation now. Have yeah, you? Absolutely. Have you been? A, have you been a PlayStation fan the whole time? I mean, you know, one to one to one to three,
3: one to four. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I believe so. Yeah, I think my brother probably had the PlayStation One when I was super young. Uh, I think I was playing Croc, maybe. Right. But, um, yeah since since then had uh, every iteration of the playstation and dipping in and out of pc gaming as well uh played a lot of league of legends over the years three or four years maybe
2: we we're there with you on that one yeah we we were we were addicts as well it's kind of funny you talk about like you started with rts's my first one was like starcraft like starcraft was the first game that i got like me and my buddy you know tying up to the modem going you know i'm calling him on the phone like hey, bro, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to jump on. You ready? And, you know, we're getting on and playing StarCraft over dial-up. Uh, and then, like you said, then you, you, you kind of, you know, jumped in different games but also have done a little bit of PC gaming and then League of Legends. We we, we had that addiction. We share that one yeah, with yeah. you.
3: <laughs> yeah, and then um, it was actually, so I started my YouTube maybe, I think it was two years ago now, just over two years ago, uh, right. when Epic's of a title Paragon was announced. Mm-hmm. And... Mm-hmm. I'd been looking for an excuse to kind of get into YouTubing or streaming for a while. And this game kind of ticked all the boxes for me because it was a mobile, which I was into anyway, from League of Legends. And it's on my PlayStation, which I could just pick up and play. Like I was playing League of Legends on a really old, rubbish laptop the barely run the thing. So, <laughs> <laughs> when, so when Paragon was announced on the PlayStation, I was like, you know what? This could, be, this could be an opportunity for me to start making content, start seeing if people enjoy it, that kind of thing. So I so, know yeah, you, you and Noel
2: Zero were having a little argument while I had some computer problems about <laughs> this game a little bit, right? And this has been a, this has been a mainly, a, 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 I would say, a love-hate relationship for David as far as Paragon goes, but a little, a little more maybe dislike <clears throat> than, than, uh, than love. I actually started to enjoy the game quite a bit until we got our hands on the Fortnite because we came to the party pretty late with Paragon. But... I mean, you guys were talking a little bit about this. I mean, how, how much did you jump into Paragon? I mean, you, you were full force, huh? Dro- dropping your YouTube and doing everything else?
3: Yeah, I was in, like, both feet. Yeah, straight, straight in the deep end. I was playing Paragon constantly. I don't think I played another game for probably a year or so. I missed Destiny. Yeah, I missed a load of big games. I didn't play Shadow of Mordor, I don't think. Horizon Zero Dawn dragged me away. Oh, I'll have to admit that one. Horizon Zero Dawn dragged me away from Paragon. Right, good game. Yeah, it's really for good. For a few game. weeks, for a few weeks at least. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then just as kind of Fortnite Battle Royale was announced, Paragon's going through a lot of changes, and anybody keeping up with Paragon knows it is it's going, always going through different iterations as Epic kind of take it to where they want to take it to release it. Right. Um, like a full global launch, worldwide launch kind of thing. And just as I was kind of reaching all those different changes, Fortnite Battle Royale was announced. And I was like, you know what? Let's give this game a go. And to be honest with you, you haven't really looked back since at the moment. Yeah.
2: But haven't really been playing Paragon anymore?
3: Uh, on and off. I, I play every patch. i definitely play every patch. But I'm not having as much fun playing that game as I'm playing Battle Royale, right? So I don't yeah, know if anybody's I mean, you gotta having... Command,
1: yeah. You got to commend Epic trying to find a fun in the game. They're like, well, let's try to make this game fun at some point. Um, yeah. Of course, talking about Paragon. Uh, <laughs> Um, yeah,
2: yeah we, no, came, I mean, we came in right when they made the really big change, though, David. Right yeah. whenever they were changing, like, the whole card system, that's when we came in. So, literally, it was right before. Oh, actually, oh, I was played quiet, way yeah, before
1: then. that. Well, I played way before that. I played when they initially put the Founders Pack out on PS4. I'd bought into that. I played a couple of them and told Troy, like, ah, steer clear, this game is generic, mediocre at best. Um, You know. I didn't have a lot of fun with it the first time. We came back, and I had a little bit more fun. I think things were a little bit more refined, and um, I, I we had fun. I still just don't think it's there for me, like where I'm like, oh, I want to go play Paragon. But what I will say is I will commend the, you know Epic in their communication with their communities, and they're willing to iterate and throw things away and bring new things in to make their game successful, right? Yeah, I mean, obviously yeah. they want their games to be successful yeah. because that's good for their money. But some companies are kind of like, well, that's what our game is. And, you know, you don't like it, don't play it, whatever. But not them. They're like, oh, you want to change this? All right, let's do that. Let's figure out how we get there. How do we change this? How do we, you know, give you a new map in Battle Royale? How do we change the card system in Paragon? And they continue to iterate on their games and have a good open line of communication, you know yeah that, that
2: that definitely is the same signal you can kind of see in both those games right is like both those games released in the community a lot uh and they did they changed that game quite a bit um right. as you can attest to they're being head but they they have changed that game a ton and you know it's kind of the same way that you know we're hoping some of the changes might come to Fortnite on the pve side as well so we'll see we'll see what ends up happening um but so you're playing Paragon, you're getting your YouTube channel rolling. How many subscribers were you at, like, before Fortnite came out?
3: Uh, about 6,000, maybe. Okay. Yeah, 6,000. And then I had one, I had one video. Uh, it's was, it was a bit of clickbait type, you know, how to get your umbrella in Fortnite. Easy way to get your umbrella. Yeah. And uh, got a lot of traction from that, really. And I thought, you know what? I'm having fun playing Fortnite. People seem to be enjoying the content. Let's just stick with this for a bit. And, I'm hoping and, to you know go back and make some more Paragon content for sure. I just right. want to, I just want the game to be at a state where I'm actually enjoying, I'm enjoying myself because that's why you play games, really, right? Yeah, well, I think
2: for, sure. for any content creator, if if and we've we've gone through a lot of iterations ourselves on different podcasts and different yeah. shows, but I think if you're not enjoying the content, it's really hard to create content for it, right? Like if you're not enjoying the game, it's really hard to find out where you fit, what you want to do as a content creator in that. And so uh, I I totally, I totally, I totally agree with you on that. But here you are, I'm over 10,000 subs now on YouTube. So congratulations to you for growing so much in the, in
3: the few months,
2: you know, that that Fortnite's actually been out.
3: (sighs) Yeah. Yeah. It's um, it's been really popular for me at least. Right. And it's been fun. So.
1: What, like, where do you get your ideas? Like, what were your ideas? And do you have any ideas you haven't utilized yet as far as your YouTube channel?
3: Yeah, so I have ideas way faster than I can make videos. I'm quite restricted. <laughs> okay. I'm, kind of, I'm kind of restricting the time that I get to commit to it, like a job and you know other responsibilities outside of the little YouTube bubble. So, sure, I have ideas way faster than I can actually put them into practice and get a video done from start to finish. But that's, t-
2: that's just for now, <laughs> man. You just keep going, and before you know, it, you'll be you'll be running the the uh, the YouTube thing all day long. Yeah, I that'd see. Be nice.
1: I was looking through your YouTube channel, and I see, like, you had the, kind of, like, the breakdown of the Battle Pass is your, one of your most recent videos. Um I see you're doing a top five, which is really, you know, a good, a good thing to get into. I'm, I've seen a lot of channels take off just from top fives. Um, and then you have, like, game breakdowns, right, where you're playing and you're sure. kind of talking about i thought you did a really good job on that by the way when you were showing like map and you were talking about path of the bus and hot spots and kind of how you kind of showed a heat map of how things were moving like where you expected traffic to be and yeah, where sure. your kind of breakdown of your thought process <clears throat> is there any ideas that you could share with us like that you're planning on going or you got to keep that
3: secret so you no one takes your ideas uh, it's not necessarily a case of keeping it a secret i don't think but Without kind of a video, there is not much to like. An idea is an idea, right? But sure, when, right. Once you have the video and you have it all together, then it, it might be something different. And you know, so, so sometimes I'll start with one idea halfway through making a video. I'm like, ah, no, let's, let's change this a bit. And you end up somewhere else. So, one so- more question. With
1: sure. uh, we we talked recently, uh, I believe it was with our last guest, the Reddit, um, Dr. Ju, and they were talking about a theater mode. And if yes. you could edit kind of, if do you have any, like, what with that thought being out there, if that were available, is that something that would be interest of you? Is that something you're looking at? Like, hey, that'd be really cool to implement into some of my ideas. Is that something you want?
3: Yeah, absolutely. I think any content creator would love to get their hands on some kind of theater mode or replay system or something like that. Because the angles you can take and you can go back and you can look at, Different perspectives. Maybe you'd look at the guy you was fighting. Maybe you'd look at their perspective of how that fight played out. Sure. See it from see it from their point of view, maybe. Sure. And especially if you get outplayed, right? The 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 best way to kind of learn when you're playing a game is to learn from the people that beat you. Absolutely. So if you, so, if you, so if you can see that fight play out from their perspective, then.
1: Yeah, and that's actually a really great tip to bring up because a lot of people die and they always blame, you know. I've heard every excuse, the frame rate <laughs> dropping, lag. Yeah. Uh, Bro, come on. BS. I never get outplayed.
2: Can, it's just the game's fault. Yeah. I never, I never get outplayed. They can come always
1: on. headshot me with the shotgun, but I can never do it. Yeah. And it's a lot of gamers, and I learned this, and it seems like probably a lot of people learn this from playing League. Um, most people I know that play League have learned to be self-aware and be like, every problem needs to be looked at like I handled it wrong, and then I need to do to determine how I could have handled it right.
2: I think yeah, so, absolutely. like, this game particularly, and I think you've probably heard me say it the most while we've played Fortnite, David, than any other game is like, man, I messed that up. Like, I should have done X. Right?
1: Yeah, well, me and you both do that a lot. Like, we almost immediately talk about the scenario and the options yeah. and what would have been the right option and what was the wrong option.
2: Yeah. I mean, and, you know, it even starts as, as, you know, as, as little as like, you know, I should have, you know, slowed down there. I should have, you know, I mean, sometimes it's the simplest thing that you can do that you just don't think about in that split second. Right. Right. And so that's why, you know, these guys that get to play all day long and get, get, you know, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of hours in every month you know all of a sudden you look at it and they they do they are better not only because a lot of these guys have have a lot of skill but also because they're able it's like practice makes perfect right and it's they're able to define like hey if i'm in this situation again this is how i should react if i'm in this situation again this is how you know this is the 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 you know the action that i should take and the more you play obviously you run into those scenarios and they're not always the same right there's millions and millions of scenarios that can happen But I think we also
1: learn your opponents, you learn because believe it or not, you know, there's so many options in the game and you're going to learn how certain opponents are going to play Like you see someone building off in the distance built, you know, there's a, a mentality that goes with building a big old base in the center of the circle that is different than the guy that's like, I'm hiding over here behind a tree Yeah, and, you know all yeah, that. I'm going and I'm going to
2: wait it out. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You 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 learn uh you definitely learn how different people react and you can you can spot that really quickly. Um yeah. talking about that and things that, you know, uh have been going on, you mentioned that that uh, Bean has lately done uh, a video called The Biggest Problem with the Battle Pass. And so normally I would throw this over in the Battle Royale section so we could talk about it. But but being had you this video, I think, hit home for Null Zero. Uh, for me, we watched it um, and really enjoyed the video, by the way. So thank you so much for that. But there's a, you had a lot of content here, a lot of things that you covered. And it's something that we brought up uh, over the past couple of weeks, a couple of times. And basically just talking about the changes we would like to see in the Battle Pass or, or ideas and or in the problems that are currently there. problems, you know, in quotes, maybe not so much a problem, but... Uh, you know, things that we don't like as much as we could. Um, and you mentioned, like, the price changing coming. Um, but the biggest one that I want to talk about that you brought up that just announced, just broke, is not being able to purchase it with V-Bucks. So, as we all know, you know, you, you, you get V-Bucks using your Battle Pass this, this season. A lot of people were thinking, and people that we know, were thinking, I'll just save those. And only have to pay $10 again next month to get you know my Battle Pass with the V-Bucks that I'll have available. How is not having V-Bucks uh, or not being able to purchase it with V-Bucks, how much do you think that impacts the amount of people that will actually purchase this, Bean?
3: Uh, I think it will reduce it for sure. But I think the question really is, will it reduce it by over the price difference, right? So... You had to invest. what is was it? T- about ten bucks. Yeah. To get this season's. gonna invest twenty bucks next season. Are half as many people gonna buy it? Because that's what Epic are looking at. Right. Are under half the, the amount of people gonna buy it, and I don't know. I'm sure. I'm sure they've done their numbers. I'm sure they've done their research.
2: I, I think we've talked about it a few times too. Null zero is like, you know, things that cost five ninety nine, two ninety nine, one ninety nine, whatever it may be. It's really easy for people to swallow that. Maybe even $9.99, right? Maybe even $10 to say, I support Epic. I'm going to get my Battle Pass every season for 10 bucks. But if you chop this thing up to what we're hearing, right? It's like $18.50, right? And as far as the yeah. V-Bucks go, so it's almost $20. If they chop it up to 20 bucks and then they don't let people use their V-Bucks, I mean, I, I, I feel like I know a handful of people that already won't be getting the Battle Pass immediately.
3: Yeah, yeah, sure. And you, and you get a lot of players that will, um, for use of a better word, f- um, farm farm their V-Bucks from Save the World as well, right? Because you can earn 50 a day, is that right? right.
1: Yeah. yeah, 50 a day.
3: Yeah, 50 a day from there. So if you're doing that during a season, then by the time the next season rolls around, you've got enough for the Battle Pass if you could spend the V-Bucks. Right. But of yeah. course, that's where that falls down now because... <laughs> those those players who may well have been farming a v-bug it's
2: it's it's kind of it's it is kind of scary in a way as a fan because it's like all right i don't mind you charging me money but i and since we're all league players we all know like being able to purchase in-game items with in-game currency that you spent the time playing the game to get that currency like that's very important and you know, back in the day, when when we all played, we you you had RP and IP, you know, in League of Legends. And you know, you, basically, if you wanted to sit there and farm IP all day, you could, and buy the new skin that you want to buy right when it comes out. And here we are now. You know, it's all of a sudden it's like, well, we want you to buy this, but you can't use the in-game currency. And those people that don't don't have the money, you're kind of screwed, basically.
3: Yeah. Yeah, I understand, and, and and it's strange because it's I guess the V bucks aren't a, they're not like a typical in game currency where you can just earn earn V bucks, right? Really, I mean mm-hmm. you can get a couple from the free po- section of the Battle Pass, you can get two hundred maybe yeah. in the free section, yeah,
1: yeah. I'm, I'm I think not sure that. if
3: that's not sure if that's exactly right, but something like that. Whereas if we think, think about something like League, you can just farm IP, or used to be able to farm IP all day long, as you say. Whereas that's not quite the same in battle yeah. royale you're essentially trading in your real money for fake money and <laughs> yeah, then <right. laughs> and then you're spending your your fake money on in in the shop really yeah i so mean I, it's a little different but
2: i think they should award v bucks for people that win matches that's always been my my deal i think it'd be really cool yeah
3: i think
1: i think they have an accessibility thing like my problem is like okay so the new skin that came out recon i think it's called Yeah, it's 20 dollars and 2000 V Bucks. Yes. If, if I have 2000 V Bucks, sure, I don't necessarily associate that. It's
2: Raptor, by the way.
1: Raptor. Yeah. Um, I don't associate that $20 price tag to that skin. Right. But if I need to buy V Bucks, then I yeah, do.
3: Sure.
1: And so I'm looking at it, I'm like, that skin's not worth $20. I'm sorry, Epic. It's an awesome skin. I like it and I would love to buy it. But I don't feel like I should reach into my pocket and give $20 for that skin. I just. And I know that there are certain people that, you know, would say, well, it's all perspective, right? It's all what makes you happy in your game. But my point is, I almost honestly think that if everything was a couple bucks to maybe all the way up until $10, I really feel like Epic would sell so much more stuff to people that they would actually make more money. I
2: think it goes beyond the- that. I think it was I think I think it would make you feel better about your purchase. Even people that can afford it, right? Um, maybe maybe their budget's hundred bucks a month, right? Just say. Just say somebody has hundred bucks to buy the items. It's just like anything. If they if they feel like they're getting a better value from the dev, like I can buy this pack for, you know, twenty dollars and it's all the new stuff, right? Or I can buy, you know, my my pass for ten dollars. That's essentially what a battle pass was, right? It's like it's a great great deal. It's 10 bucks and you get like, you know, 100 bucks worth of stuff essentially or whatever whatever it came out to be. Um so even the people that do have money, they feel like hey, like I'm getting a good deal. It's more valued, right? I can buy more items instead of me putting in 100 bucks and buying two or three skins. Now I can buy five 10 skins, right? So right. I think that is that is very important. It goes beyond just like hey, you know, the person that can't afford it. It also helps out the people that can.
1: Right. Well, and and it's just all the way around like you know the battle pass the one good thing that is kind of understated with the battle pass is is it gives you a something some kind of dangling carrot. Like on its own battle royale is a ton of fun and I play every night because I genuinely enjoy the experience. Right. And the battle pass just added a dangling carrot at the end of the stick for that. Um so yeah, there's issues with the battle pass and some of the rewards. Um but that ha- the overall it has tremendous value because of not just what it offers within it, but it also has some kind of goal that you're shooting for, right? Like I want the night the dark night skin. I want, you know, this dance, the floss and dance and different things like that.
3: Right. I, yeah, I, I, I touched on that briefly in my video because the way I described it is basically a player retention scheme. This Battle Pass is you fork up your money up front, but you don't really get anything up front. You right. only get it at the end or after. Not, not at the end of the season, because you get kind of progressive rewards, but you don't get the big ticket items until a lot later on in the season when that's what, that's what they're trying to do. They're trying to, keep your, trying to keep their player base to the end of the season, essentially. Yeah. Ready true. to drop down the next battle pass so everyone sees those items and go, oh, they look nice. <laughs> right. I, and I don't hate them for that. Like I really yeah, don't. No, so, yeah, so.
2: I, I'm I'm actually glad that they did give us something to play for. Um, yeah, and I definitely agree with you right now why it's cool to have the black knight skin next next month or whenever it comes out, right? Like forty thirty-nine days, for whatever it is, thirty-five days, uh, whatever it is, that all of a sudden there's gonna be a new skin that's really cool to have. Right? so Yeah, but you there. gotta
1: think down the road, like the gold lancer and you know, Gears Two. Right. Or yeah, and Gears Two, where people are gonna later be like, Man, where'd you get that Dark Knight skin? Yeah. Right? Or where did you get
3: Knight. that? As long as they AC/DC keep as long as they keep them pickaxe. season
2: specific, right? Yeah. Like hopefully um, they don't recycle saw, it and sell this. I saw skin a later. comment
3: on Reddit saying that's trying to keep from one of the developers saying that's trying to keep their item season specific, so Okay, that would be okay. the case. Yeah. One thing I did want
1: to bring up about your video uh was the length of time. Yeah, the, the time amount needed, of days yep. you need to play as opposed to how many days are available to play in the season. And I actually hadn't done that math. Um I just the only math I'd really thought of was like I was curious one night and I was like, how many points am I getting just from leveling up? Right? Yeah because I'm almost 100, I'm at 78 right now. I'm pretty close to hitting the 100 mark. Um, and I was just curious, but you broke it down, and what? how many days did you come out with? I think you said 60 days you need to play out of the 70 available days.
3: Yeah, so I, I started thinking about it a bit more seriously because I might not get level 17, and I'm really sad. About <laughs> right. <that. laughs> so I was trying to work it out, so I'm going to wait for two weeks next week, and I'm like, I'm going to miss 14 14 um, tiers, essentially, because I'm missing 14 days. And I was like, oh, man, I'm, I'm, I might not make this. So I've done the maths, and a few guys on Reddit, um, I saw some posts on Reddit as well, and it kind of checked out. It works out about 60, 60 days out of 70 if you get to level, I think it's 45. So if you get your season rank to 45, 60 days out of 70 playing, then you'll, get your state, you'll do your challenges, and you'll get your battle pass to level 70. But that is a big commitment I thought I, I, I thought that's a big ask for your player base I think it
2: is yeah yeah no, I, I agree because the <clears> average throat> throat> player is not going to be able to play that much
3: right yeah I mean well, even if they did the 150 hours, they might not be breaking it down to two hours per day. they right. might be do- wait, wait, wait till the weekends and doing 16 hours over your weekend like two eight, eight hour stints or something and they're doing right. the they're doing just as much time but because they're not playing every day they're not Getting the rewards.
1: And it was funny when you brought Which that up in sad. your video because I was like, one night we played and I was like, their hundred and fifty hours is BS because <laughs> me and Troy <laughs> yeah. play you know those long stints on the weekends. Um and we'll go till like five AM. And you know, you play all those hours and you haven't made much progress on your battle pass, you're like, Yeah, they're full of crap. Um, One number I came up with that I w- thought was crazy because I saw people running around with the Dark Knight, you know, a weekend. Uh, and I was like, God, how much money must you spend to buy out your Battle Pass from the get-go? It's $105, US dollars, to buy out your Battle Pass from level one. That means in the scenario that you bought the Battle Pass and purchased every tier of it, you spent $115. Which I think is ludicrous. Which
2: will be 135, or I guess 125, <laughs> right? 125. Next, yeah, n- yeah. N- next, but that's
3: the choice that player makes, though, right? They haven't absolutely they haven't got to do that. They decide, right. you know what? I want those items now. I've got the money. I'm going to buy them now. Right. Yeah. I just think it's insane
1: to ha- I, when you some of the pricing. I'm like, where do they? I always come to the fact that it's like, where do you get off thinking that? So you know. Seventy tiers is worth one hundred and five dollars. That and maybe they don't. Maybe they're like we price it that way so people are more encouraged to play and earn than that. Uh, maybe that's the case. But yeah, you're I don't talking know. about as far I thought as that was...
2: how the how the debt how the dev prices it. Yeah,
1: right. i was just curious. I always get curious about like how do you determine the price of a you know a fully tiered out battle pass versus how much is it cost to get you know to buy a epic skin or a legendary skin yeah
2: right well um the the one of the it was funny i was watching your video and as i'm watching your video i'm thinking of ideas uh for next season and one thing that crossed my mind was the battle pass loot progression versus if they would have done a llama loot progression so, instead of telling you, hey, you're going to get this season-specific item, maybe there's a, either a roll of season items, or maybe they're not season items. Maybe it's the, the normal items that you have now. Um, and so, every few levels, you get a Llama, right? Instead of some of these other rewards that they've put out there. How, how do you guys feel about that? Like, if, if they did, and I know there's been a lot of controversy around, like, the you know, the star the Battlefront rewards program, right, and what's all gone on there. But w- would you guys like some, you know, the opportunity to get some, like maybe a night skin quality or the raptor skin quality, you know, at level 20 in your battle pass if you got a llama? Like if, if you know, the loot table was, you know, obviously they, it depends on what loot table they put in there, but if that was an option, I mean is a loot crate or llama you know, specifically an option here is this? Is that is that a good idea?
3: I think uh, I think for me personally, I like to know what I'm buying. So if I'm going to drop down some money, I want to know exactly what I'm getting in return for that. So opening a loot crate doesn't really satisfy that for me. But if you was to say, you know, w- w- within this season there are five epic level rewards, and at five points in your battle pass, you'll get to open a loot box. So that by the end of the battle pass, you're still guaranteed them, but you might get the one you want sooner, maybe.
2: Yeah, that's a good idea. I've explained that properly. I don't know. Yeah, so because like right now, what every level, like every six levels, you get another, you get like a, or seven levels, is it? Yeah, seven levels, you get like a, a, I guess a bigger item, right? Like a glider or a, or a, a skin or a dance, right? Right now. So like every seven levels. So it would be really cool if, uh, maybe at every seven levels, they're like, Hey, here's your llama. You can get one of the, f- you know, mm. seven specific items. You can you, you get the, I like early the llama
1: on. idea. I don't like it necessarily. That, like, what I'd rather is replace all of the thousand XPs with a llama, where it's like you'll get one of the seasonal items, not necessarily the.
2: What if you get a thousand XP out of your llama? <laughs> <laughs> and
1: I'll scream. Like, are you kidding me? Um,
3: be like a 90% drop rate for a thousand XP,
1: right? So, like, <laughs> obviously, they had like the raptor, the nutcracker, they have the um, I forgot what the disco guy's name was, <clears throat> but they have these skins planned out. They know, like, hey, the these skins are going to be in the weekly skin slots. We know what they've had available in the daily skin slots, but maybe the llamas are a daily, they. Guarantee to give you one of the daily or weekly rewards, right? So, like early level llamas give you one of the daily rewards that's available in the daily rotation. And then later llamas give you a chance at something in the weekly rotation to kind of give you some of the skins that are $20 on the shop that are not obtainable anywhere else and just replace those with the thousand XP that is worthless, that nobody wants, that is absolutely just get it out of there. I do like the boosts. I know some people might complain about the friendly boosts uh, that play you know primarily solos, but i I overall like the boosts text b um I'm not a fan of stickers I'm not saying they should get they have to get rid of them or anything, but they should probably do less of them
3: see this is where this is where i I really like throwing down the stickers i' I've, I've, I've got yeah, i, I, like I, throwing down I the saw stickers.
2: you I saw you throw down the target sticker a couple times in your video
3: yeah yeah I just got the um the M V P sticker, I think a few <laughs> a few levels ago. Yeah. So pretty much every kill I'm throwing down the M V P sticker. I don't know, I just I, th- I just I I, I think I said in the video, it's just a bit less obnoxious than doing the ele- the electro shuffle every time you get a kill. <laughs> yeah, no yeah, I, I like
1: actually like the, it. I like, the the flex, and, yeah. I like to use yeah, the flex out of the gun show emote. I like to use the dab. Yeah. Uh electro shuffle is a little bit extreme. That's more <laughs> Electro Shuffle is uh, you know, a one v three situation and like a squads. Like I just killed all three of y'all, and y'all should have killed me. That's an electro shuffle. Yeah, moment. yeah. I can see I, that.
2: I do like the integration they've made with like the dab, the flex, the the gun show, right? The uh the whatever the double finger guns, The finger guns. Yeah. Like I like the integration of those because, like you said, they're not dances. They're not you know, don't take a while for it to perform. Um, but I think there is. I'm with you being on this. I think there is life in the stickers. Uh, I think they could come up with more good ideas as well.
1: Animated I, stickers. I mentioned it before. Animated stickers. Yeah, stickers be, that actually that'd, make that'd a cool. movement. They do something. I, uh, I, as I they're, throw up the like exclamation mark image, the I don't think they're that exciting.
2: I throw, I throw up the exclamation point all the time. And I got it, and I do. <laughs> so. Uh, and cool. I like the target. I like the target one, too. I agree with you. I mean, some people are going to love them. Some people aren't. It's just like the dances, you know, it's going to be, it's gonna be your cup of tea, but I do like the variety that stickers bring into it. And maybe you're right. Maybe animating the sticker, create uh, a little more love for you, null zero for the sticker side of it.
1: Um, Yes, it would.
2: One thing that was, and I was mentioning, you know, I was, I was listening to you and I was coming up with ideas and it's, I'm telling you, this is the truth. As soon as I wrote this down, you said it. And, uh, what you said was, how about seasonal challenge? Challenges that reward the players that do put in a lot of time, yeah, right? absolutely, so, yeah. You you have your 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 base pass, you know, your 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 battle pass, whatever. There's all these rewards you're going for on a daily challenge, but there are these like massive, you know, Fortnite challenges, these these seasonal challenges in the background that reward the person that, say, for instance, Null Zero that loves you to use a sniper. And I prefer to use rocket launchers and nade launchers more than he does. And I'm giving him the sniper and he's giving me that item. We play a lot of duos together. And it would be really cool to have those, you know, hey, maybe there's a guy, you know, you snipe 500 people in a season, you get this reward. Or you blow up, you know, this many buildings or walls or whatever with a nade launcher, rocket launcher, you get this this much structural damage.
1: They keep track of those. I mean, they show it at the end of a match.
2: Yeah. So I think, I'm, but I agree. I I think it would be awesome.
1: I agree with you know, your points in the video that I think Epic is more creative than the challenges they currently have. Yeah. Challenges they currently have seem very generic and anybody could have thought of that. Like, what about changing people's play style? You play duos and maybe the challenges, you know, stay within this distance of your partner for 10 minutes. So for 10 minutes, you know, of total game time, you're staying a certain distance from your partner.
3: Yeah, yeah, that'd be be cool. Challenges. I I think um I think one thing to like really remember is that this is like iteration one of their battle pass. This is oh yeah, yeah the 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 first draft almost that that got put to the public. And we were saying earlier how Epic really engages their community. They take on the feedback. You know, there are people at Epic now taking on the feedback, trying to work out season two's but or season three's battle pass. I'm sure, and I'm sure it will be a lot better than what we got this season. Yeah,
2: yeah, I yeah, I'm interested to see how it works out for sure. I mean, I think creating some <clears throat> a little better rewards in some case gonna be awesome. And I, I do, I would like to see a way, and may, maybe they don't stretch it as far. I mean, I do, I do like it. I, I'm gonna have to see how the timing works out. I'm not sure if I want quicker progression or not. I think that's a, a debatable fact, right? If quicker progression is supposed to come in, but um,
1: I don't know about. I, I'm okay with the progression how it goes. I do think it's a little you know, startling for that casual that is like realizes that, you know, they go watch your video and then they're like, Oh my God, I'm supposed to be playing 60 days of this 70 day, uh, you know, season. Like I can't afford, I can't afford that. I can't do it. Um, so I do think that's kind of a little bit crazy, but I do think, you know, having a weekly goal with some kind of weekly challenge there and a seasonal challenge would help engagement from people that do play a lot they get on, they do their dailies and then they're like, yeah. Hey, I'm actually going to stay on a little bit longer to get some of these kills towards my seasonal goal of a thousand kills or 5,000 kills or whatever it's set to, or I'm going to stay on a little longer to get, you know, more of this weekly challenge, you know, put in.
2: I have, I, I have one last question before we move on here uh, for you Bean, and uh as we as you as we go into the next season, do you think it's going to hinder purchasing even for people that have the money if they aren't able to finish their battle pass this season? do you think it's going to hinder them from buying next season's battle pass? like I'm not going to be able to complete it anyway, so I'm not going to get it
3: uh i think i think what's one really important thing to th- to think about is that. The 10 bucks or the 20, let's say it costs 20 bucks because that's probably what next season is going to cost, right? Right. After maybe 20 or 25 levels, you've probably got your value back for that. And the rest is all making your money go further, right? So you've only, we we keep benchmarking against like completing your battle pass. And I don't think Epic are expecting everyone who buys a battle pass to complete it. Sure. Completing the battle pass is for those hardcore players that are playing every day and they want to show off their, their Black Knight skin or whatever it is, I think I'm just really salty because I don't think I'm going to finish mine. <laughs> 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 and, and, and and you know, the hours that I would have put in, I'd be thinking I'd justify finishing it, but I'm not going to be able to because I'm going to holiday for two weeks. Do you know what I mean? It's right. Just, yeah. They, yeah. And that's actually be... a good
1: point to bring up is, and maybe I haven't thought about it that way either, is that their they're barometer, so to speak, of how... Um, the battle pass works is that the value is in within the, you know, you get your money back within the first 25, 30, you know, levels right. of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and maybe I mean. that's, and I think they did a really good job of making it where you can purchase at anytime time and receive the rewards you're at. Yeah. I think that, I think that was a really good thought for them to do that because maybe somebody wants a certain skin and then they're that level and they're like, Oh, well I'll buy it now for 10 bucks or 20 bucks, whatever.
3: Yeah. Sure. Yeah, because they've reached the point they wanted to reach to get that reward, whereas if they didn't reach that point, they just wouldn't have bothered because that's not what they wanted.
1: Yeah. Right.
3: Yeah. But I, I guess to go back to your point, I think, yes, ultimately, if people don't finish their battle pass or they don't get it as much as they would have liked to, and it gets more expensive, and they can't buy it with V-Bucks, then, yeah, less people will buy it, I'm sure.
2: Yeah. And I wonder, I guess we'll see how that turns out in Season 3. Uh, yeah. That's for sure. <laughs> Well, uh, let's go I'm ahead sure,
3: and... I'm, I'm sure Season 4 will be something totally different again. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, for sure. So, well, let's go ahead and jump over to some more Battle Royale talk, actually. Alright, so before we jump into the big news and what I had tweeted at you about that I wanted to talk to you about this week... Which was the you know, changes to the, the, the map and the new POI locations and all that, which we're going to jump into. I want to quickly go over the version 2.1.0 patch. David, why don't you tell me really quickly for everybody that doesn't know or they haven't found one yet what the Cozy Campfire does and how much you love it?
1: Okay, so Cozy Campfire might be one of the best games ever, or one of the best items added to the game because. In so many different situations, this thing has come in clutch for me. We actually had a game the other night. We got caught in a major battle between two different teams and the squads, and we're coming out of Pleasant in between Pleasant and Acres above Loot Lake, north of Loot Lake. Um, getting a big old battle there. Final Circle's getting, like, center of Loot Lake area, and Storm passes us by. We have, like, we've lost one guy out of our squad. We're all hurt. And I'm running into Final Circle, and I pop, in the, in the storm, I pop a Cozy Campfire, pick up a full hill, full heal, and then I'm able to enter into Final Circle. And with revive. Roughly,
2: and revive.
1: And I revive Kyle, yes. <clears throat> so all that, while using the Cozy Campfire, um, it really opens up a lot of opportunities. On base level, what it does is you, you lay down this Cozy Campfire on it's it's in your trap slot so you have to put it on a floor and um you just stand by it and it gives you about 2 xp every second or hp sorry not xp uh 2 hp per second and i think it lasts about i want to say what 10 15 seconds uh, i, I think, it, think it gives 30 it might HP be 25 seconds it could uh, 25, be
2: 25 seconds yeah it is 25 seconds yeah it says right oh here 25
1: seconds so yeah. it gives you 50 hp okay so <clears throat> it can get you to 100 hp Obviously, it just gives you two ticks of health every second. Um, it is an AoE heal. So, as long as your teammates are near it and they have to be relatively close, uh, everybody gets the benefit from it. Um, you can't
2: be below overall, it. We learned that.
1: You cannot be below it, actually. Yeah, we did learn that last night. Uh, Kyle failed epically to get out from underneath the campfire, but uh, you can actually be like almost a tile above it. Like if you build a floor, put the cozy campfire, and then on that floor, add a ramp up, and you're standing on that ramp, you will still gain the effects of the cozy campfire all the way up to the top of that, like what would be considered one tile. Yeah. So, it does seem like one tile up you can, um, about a half a tile away from it. It seems like no more than uh, you can't get to a full tile left or right of it, or you know, front right. and back of it. Um. So it doesn't have a huge range. It is meant to kind of cluster y'all in. But I've used this thing so much, and it's like if I see one, I will fight to get that. Yeah, it is. It's definitely an item to have and to use often.
2: It definitely changes the game in multiple ways. It allows for a lot more things and a lot more scenarios than a lot of items do. I really like that they put it in the trap slot. I'm glad it wasn't another consumable. Yes, um, it's the
1: only healing thing that. that's the only healing you can do,
3: without taking up a slot. Right. That's a significant yeah, heal. Yeah, yeah. And it's it's. You re- know what? I didn't know it didn't work if you was below it. That's.
2: Yeah, it does not. I guess it
3: makes sense. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Thematically, but.
2: You want to get the heat, man. We got We got to cuddle together yeah. here, Bean, and we we need the, We need the heat. So if you can't feel the heat, you ain't gonna. You ain't gonna get the love. So. <laughs>
1: yeah, and I was surprised too because what had happened was is I'd gone down. Kyle had picked me up. I was trying to heal us, so I built a floor right above it. I'm talking the part of the hill we were on, there was no room. Like, I mean, maybe the head of a character model could fit in between, like, the hole on the ground and the floor I built. Um, So squat, like, he had to be squatted underneath there to stand in there, and he's, like, pressed up against the roof of my floor. And he still wasn't getting healed by it, so. Yep. Yeah, there's no range underneath it. You cannot be underneath it and receive healing at all. What I would be interesting, what would be interesting to f- find out is, can you get HP from someone else, like an enemy's campfire? Mm-hmm. I would be curious to see that. If someone lays a campfire down in a base and you jump in and kill them, do you
2: receive healing while it's still going? I wish it would burn you. It would actually hurt you, not <laughs> heal you. That
0: would be awesome. <laughs> Uh,
2: I've uh,
3: I've I've not seen it in game, but I think it will heal the enemy. Yeah. I think according to one of the um, Reddit posts on by the devs, sure, I'm sure, think,
2: I'm sure it would. Yeah, I, I can't I, I can't imagine it not. It does, I
1: don't uh, know. I mean, the game's intelligent enough to know that the enemy placed the wall there so they won't let you put a trap on it. It's true. Yeah. So,
2: but just like traps work, I mean, I guess they don't hurt the the. They won't hurt you, but they will hurt the enemy. I just don't know. I, it's always active. It's like a trap that's always active, right? So yeah, sure. it's yeah. like it's always working. So I don't know. I, I would imagine it would. Um, along with that, obviously this is blue rarity. Along with that, uh, also comes the NVIDIA Shadow Play highlights for those that are PC players. Uh, make sure you guys check out this. This is a really cool feature if you're using NVIDIA graphics card. Uh, I guess it uh, it'll actually capture like multi kills, triple kills. Double kills, your wins, and your deaths. So I don't know when it doesn't capture. <laughs> um,
3: but yeah, that's the whole game, isn't it? Yeah,
2: it, it, it is a, a crazy feature, I guess they added called Shadow Play. So make sure you guys are checking out. They do have a contest going on. So go to fortnite.com or epicgames.com as well. And you can check there. They have the uh, FNBR NVIDIA Shadow Play highlights, features, and contests. So you guys go check that out there. Um, a couple quick things to note from this from this update was the boogie bomb changes which is if you take damage guess what happens you stop dancing so thank you Null zero for that that uh, suggestion a few weeks ago uh, looks like a lot of people agreed with you and they and they changed that along with the rarity of the boogie bomb uh, the uh, they fixed an issue which caused players to pass through their recent build and edit structures i actually posted on reddit about this as well along with somebody else um we were we were I had a lot of messages and people but I didn't seem to have this problem anymore after the patch came out. Let us know if you did. But I don't know, Bean, were you encountering this at all? Where, like, you'd build a floor and you'd try to jump and you would land on it? Like, you'd go back through it before it was completely built?
3: Yeah, yeah, I was, uh, I was definitely getting that. I was in the uh, final two, in the, like, kind of container area, you know, where all the shipment containers are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And you can kind of build a floor above the, above the whole thing because there's that metal structure going yeah. across the top. Yeah. So I was, I, was, I was up there, I was looking down, trying to find out what, where he was and all of a sudden i just fell straight through the uh straight through my floor that i'd built and i was like oh man this isn't good (laughs) yeah yeah uh, yeah definitely called me out a few times
2: happened to me a ton um and so it looks like they fixed that issue they also fixed an issue which allowed sniper bullets to pass through players without applying any damage there's been a ton on reddit about this uh and a ton of videos about this as well so that's been better and then the down but not out animation like if you i don't know if you saw this it happened a lot on PS4 actually, but like if you shot somebody while they're in the air, they looked like their head was in the ground and like dirt was coming up around them constantly. It was like, a
1: drill. It was like
2: oh, I don't think I
3: saw it. I don't think I saw that. Yeah, dude, it's hilarious. I wish I did to be fair. I yeah, it, it looks
2: like their butt was just in the air, moving along <laughs> the ground, and you know the running animation with the with the yeah, like yeah. The, the how the dirt comes up around them? yeah well like that's constantly going so it looks like a small tornado turning there um <laughs> i think there was one david and kyle we were playing one time and that happened to me but when they when they revived me my leg looked broken
1: on the game I it was like extremely broken and we could hear the like drilling sound into the ground it just sounded like <laughs> following us around oh it was terrible
2: so, yeah. Well, the good thing is they did fix some audio issues. Speak of that as well with the footsteps. Uh, you'll footsteps be to,
1: are a lot
2: better. Yeah, you'll be able to hear those. There's a couple different changes of those. Uh, they fixed the issue, which caused sniper bullet impact. that sounds a trigger more than once. They fixed the phantom bullet sound. This is for you, No Zero. God. Uh, that's sometimes here throughout a match, which was crazy because you used to hear it only
1: when you spectated are on spectating. Yeah. And
2: then now you, now you heard it while you're playing. Uh, they adjusted the ACDC picks and they reduced the volume of, uh, of the drone that teleports players in and out of, or out of each match. Um, they fixed some push to talk stuff. Uh, the daily challenge rewards I make collect it if if you didn't collect it before. Um, and they shortened a few of the descriptions as well. They also did some save the world stuff, but we'll talk about that in our save the world episode. But yeah, That's a lot, that was a lot, and it was like, oh, that's really cool to get. And then they end up dropping this on us.
0: What are we going to see with the map update?
4: So we've got a map update coming up with a bunch of new points of interest, including the city, as well as a bunch of new named areas on the west side of the map. We felt that it was a little bit light on points of interest, so we wanted to kind of even the island out and make it feel like there were more uh, locations to drop into. We've also separated the map into more clearly defined, uh, what we call biomes. The swamp feels swampier, the mountains feel more mountainy, really the different areas of the map feel more unique. There's also a bunch of additional quality of life improvements. These are work in progress. We're always continuing to make updates to the map. So keep the feedback coming and uh, let us know what you'd like to see us improve. Can we keep the Christmas tree loot after the Christmas event ends? So with the end of the holiday event, we're going to be removing the Christmas trees and the treasure chests that spawn next to them. This was for two reasons. The first reason is the event was over. The second reason is with all of the additional points of interest on the map update, we've got a lot more treasure chests, a lot more ammo crates, and we wanted to make sure that loot was distributed evenly so that there isn't too much additional rare loot in the match. So we're going to be keeping a close eye on that. And if we need to make adjustments to the treasure chest and ammo spawn rates, we'll be uh, looking at that and doing so. It's possible that we may add more event specific treasure chests and locations down the road. All right, everyone. Thanks for watching. We really appreciate all of your excitement towards Fortnite. 2018 is going to be a really big year for us, and we can't wait to share all the fun stuff we've got in store.
2: So thank you so much to Epic for coming on the show. Thank you so much to Eric Williamson, <laughs> uh, lead system designer. Thank you so much for that update. No, but seriously, thank you so much for the dev update. It's really cool. Uh, but yeah, so hopefully if you guys didn't see the video, you got to hear it here. A lot of POI changes coming and It, it, it made my day when I saw it. Uh, I was so excited. I tweeted at bean. I can't wait to talk to you about this on the show. I mean, I don't, I, I really don't even know where to start, but, I mean, let me, let, me, let me say this. How much being to you uh, does this excite you like, and put that new, like, almost like a new fire in you to, to, to play some more Fortnite?
3: Yeah, yeah absolutely. And, and, and it was dropped in typical epic fashion as well because they teased the city a couple of months ago. Right. And then they, te- then they teased it again a few weeks ago. And then just last week, they teased that there'd be a new underground mine. And then they dropped this update and it's like we've got the city with a mine, a motel, and a scrapyard. It's like they, they think you'll get you're getting one thing and all of a sudden actually you're getting a whole lot more. They've they've been making us blue ball for two
2: months is what you're saying. Yeah. Right? Yes. <laughs> Essentially. Essentially. <laughs> <laughs> uh it, it really hurt, but I'm so happy to get to it. Uh, but here here we are, like we get we get the new POI and I think what's like really surprising to me, and a lot of people might not have caught this in in, in that audio or in the video was he says that they made everything feel more unique and they want to make everything feel like, like it's its own area. It's more defined. Right. Um, and we saw that we see this, we see the picture of the city, but we also got a picture of the new junkyard and a picture of the motel. Right. So my, my question, and they said like the, all this stuff is going to be on the West side of the map, right? The majority, they're making a huge change to the West side of the map because they wanted to make it more balanced. Um, right. I'm guessing the motel area is going to be somewhere. And I've seen a lot of speculation on this, a lot of stuff on Reddit, um, somewhere like between pleasant park and greasy grove somewhere over there. But I know there's some people saying the junkyard was, you know, the, 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 I guess the metal yard that's there now. That's just North of, um, oh my gosh, I'm drawing a blank. Um, where we always drop retail. Yeah. North of retail. It's, I don't. I think that's a di- that's going to be a new location, right? The Junkyard's going to be a new location.
3: Yeah, I saw some. Uh, I mean, this is it's, it's just speculation, but I right. saw some people line up some uh, line up some locations currently within the map with the new points of interest, and they've got they've got the motel uh, just north of Loot Lake, and they've got the scrapyard actually in the north, uh, in, the, in the northwest. Just, you know where there's like a triple loot? There's like a triple chest drop, but you've got the house, you've got the truck, and you've got the barn?
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: Right in the northwest, it's like kind of in that area. They've dropped to the, the scrapyard. Okay. But, I mean, it's, they're literally going into the game and trying to find the background of the pictures. Yeah. So take, <laughs> yeah. take it with a grain of salt, maybe. But that's that's. Well, I also
1: that think area. that they're not trying to, I don't think they're really trying to update any current POIs um Well, he did say
3: it, he did say they
2: like they made the swamp feel more swampy. They made the mountains feel more mountainous. Yeah, yeah, but if there.
1: you look at when he says that, they show the swamp and it's more like like the sky and everything. that has a different weight and feel. Like there's a kind of like almost like a a fog there, and it's like kind of gray and brown. The sky settings because they're trying to kind of give you biomes, right? Yeah. so like if there was like a high mountain maybe that has snow on it maybe it would be snowing up there Well, in the swamp it's like kind of like swampier you know it's got the whole fog and what you think of when you think of a swamp right um snow would be cool yeah that would be cool to have somewhere on the map like constantly
2: well i mean uh like we always drop at prison right and turn around and we look at
3: uh you're the guys dropping at prison
2: Oh yeah, yeah. We,
3: we, 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 the guy's dropping in prison? We, we always drop Moisty, and then we go to prison to see, try and find you see, guys. I think.
1: Here's the That's thing: we, we do go the... to prison, yeah. and we go to Moisty to kill the guys, loot Moisty.
2: But it would We're be like, who really... goes to Moisty? Yeah. <laughs> Bean does, obviously. Uh, yeah, right. yeah. Can we, yeah,
3: we go Moisty? Uh,
2: I, it would be cool though if Moisty did have like this fog through it, right? Because, you know, that you say that David is like. What if, if you had this fog, it is a different, it's a, it's a whole different zone at that point because you can't just come over the hill at prison and look into moisty because it's all foggy. Right. Yeah. I would love,
3: uh,
1: some kind of like something like a fog, like to cut down on your visual. Yeah. Maybe not across the whole map, but it would be nice to at least in the swamp have it. Um, we've talked about having different weather effects, like having a raining time, which we said, well, maybe they can't do because of the storm. But like having fog to kind of bring down the amount of you know distance you can see in. Yep. Uh, and play with different weather effects going on.
2: Yeah, I think I think I think that would be really neat. I'd be, I think, and they could take those type of ideas and affect them to different areas, right? Like like you said. If it was mountains and it was snowing on the mountains, like maybe the tip tops of some of those mountains are, you know, are snowy, right? And not that it's snowing happening, but yeah, you see footprints, things like that.
1: Yeah. Or maybe because you're so high up, you know, you're more dealing with clouds coming by. So aiming down at the ground and trying to snipe somebody, you might get you know, a cloud coming by and you're interrupted your view because of the clouds.
2: Right. Yeah. I mean, it, the the fact of like the, that they're changing this map and already updating it, like what, three or four months into, into BR, right. like that's amazing in in itself. But like, I think it's really cool that they're going in here being in are like adding different types of structures. Cause most of the areas are the same structures now.
3: Yeah. It's as if they had their, like, they had, they like, um, they created the named points of interest, mm-hmm. and then everywhere else they just stuck their house with a barn. If there's a big open space, they stuck a house in a barn. And they was obviously going to revisit that at some point. That was just kind of there as a placeholder. And it's cool that we're getting those new iterations now and those new updates. Yeah. I think the motel is actually what I'm probably most excited for. I don't know why. It will probably be the smallest and most like mundane of the lot. but. <laughs> i just go i just want to go smash out that motel
1: yeah I think, I think it's awesome that they're actually putting out multiple points of interest because could you imagine if they just put the city out like for a week straight the city would be the most volatile place to land yeah because everybody would go there
2: oh it's still going to be very volatile i actually saw a meme oh, absolutely i saw a meme of somebody put it out and they have a picture of the city but they have like a thousand people with uh, parachutes coming down. Right. And it's, it's, re- it's like the first day Epic releases a new POI and it's like a right. million people dropping there. And that's probably how it's going to be for the first day. Um, cause I think a lot of people want to go experience that multi-level area. Right. Right. I mean, for me, that's what I want to do. I, I want to experience, you know, you know, where it's like, you-, you know, 10 stories or whatever it is that you can go through loot and like break the floor and keep going down. Right.
3: Yeah, some of the pictures, in, in the pictures, the uh, the uh some of the buildings looked way taller than what we got at the moment, for sure.
1: Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, oh, and long. the cave is exciting. Like, it would be fun to see how that goes, especially when Circle plays around the cave, and now you have an underground and an above-ground thing to deal with, right? Right. The Circle's closing in. You're looking for the last, you know, four guys up, up and alive, and you're like, well, are they below us? Do we go after them below us, or do we hold our spot up top?
2: Right. Yeah, I mean, it's it. I can't. I can't wait to see how they play out, right? And like you said, yeah. and and then once you have the city, you have the motel. So I mean, yeah, all the different points of interest are going to be really cool, and it's. I think it's going to add a long time to us, uh, you know, continuing to play and to enjoy the map and have this new this new feeling, like almost like we got an entire new map because of all the new points of interest.
1: I'm well, only that. But like, think about the times where the circle plays towards back of pleasant or plays in between greasy and pleasant. Like <clears throat> if we land greasy and pleasant, which is a very common spot for us to land, right? Um, you feel pretty safe in between pleasant and greasy. Cause you know, there's like a broken down house, uh, a shack, a couple things. Like there's not a lot there. There's not a lot for people to drop to. So you feel pretty safe going over there. So you could have like a six, seven kill, moment and greasy or pleasant and then kind of have a real dull time while you wait for everybody to come to that spot over there in the map because there's just not going to be a lot of people there
2: right right uh they have some quality of life improvements coming as well and the treasure chest changes and basically as as i said there um as eric mentioned the treasure chests will basically be replaced by more areas to have more loot so we're going to see more loot um Let's go ahead and jump over to this week's tips and tricks. So along with Eric Williamson from Epic, we also have Monster face, the YouTuber himself, giving us a tip and trick
0: this week. Protection. I don't just ramp when I charge in at a player. First of all, you want to pre-ramp before you push your target. Pre-ramping means that you are setting up a cover fire for yourself before you even engage into your target or before they even engage onto you. Sometimes it is better to wait to save resources, but most of the time, I would highly suggest that you pre-ramp. That way you can get closer to the target without taking any damage, and also so that you don't take any damage before you even engage into the battle. You typically want to be the one doing the damage, not receiving the damage, because once you start receiving the damage, things start to crumble. So backtracking into what we call protection, or what I call protection, is taking care of yourself first, setting up some pre-ramps, but also, what I don't see a lot of players do, set up a quick wall in front of your ramp, In this situation here, my opponent ends up lobbing a bunch of grenades at me, but because I have that flat wall in front of my ramp, those grenades won't even get stuck underneath my ramp. They'll instead ricochet right off the flat wall, but not only that, typically when people are firing at you, they have to break two sets of planks before they even break down your height position that you're trying to gain over them. You're setting up a nice little peak situation for yourself. Let's go ahead and roll the clip. Now moving forwards again, we're just making sure we're throwing some planks. Every time I decide to set up and plant in front of a player, I put a flat wall right there. It's literally muscle memory. This is how you have to train your brain to get into PvP so that your opponent cannot get you down once you are setting up your proper forts or setting up your proper quick ramps, your aggressive ramps to push players in. This is how to play aggressive while simultaneously winning your fight. So, thank you so
2: much, Monster D Face, for that. I took that from his Win More Gunfights videos. You guys can check him out as well, Monster D Face on YouTube. Uh, and obviously, talking about protection, pre ramping, and ramp building. And I thought it was really cool, No Zero, when I saw this tip. And the reason why I wanted to bring this one up is because a lot of times people will default, because you can do this, you can default to what you build first when you hit circle or you hit your build button on whatever platform you're playing on. Uh, and you can
1: set it to where it doesn't reset.
2: Right. And it won't reset. It won't go back to your wall. It will go to, you know, floor. If you want floor, it'll go to, uh, you know, you can have it where every time you pop it up, if you've already selected your ramp, it's going back, you know, it's going back to ramp. But I thought it was a really, really good tip because in the video, as you said, he does have a guy shooting a rocket launcher at him and, or a grenade launcher at him. And if you would have just built a ramp those would have gone under the air and blown him up and probably killed him or at least caused him a lot of damage and put him in a bad situation. But because he built the wall in front of his ramp, immediately, um, you know, they were able to bounce off and it was able to give him protection. Also, as he mentioned, it, now it's two areas they have to shoot to to get you off of your point that you're, you're above them.
1: So yeah, I, One really important thing there that isn't mentioned that is very, very important is the consistency of build right and the reason i say that is if you think about the map and how many times you've tried to build a ramp and like a little the nose of your ramp is barely sticking out of the ground right right and you end up having to build two ramps to get a regular size ramp well if you have a wall in front of you that ramp is always going to build up against that wall and so you're no longer dealing with oh, the ramp is like a quarter, you know, three quarters under the ground, and I'm getting a quarter of it sticking out of the ground. So it actually gives you a lot of build consistency too to actually put up a ramp and be able to go up it.
2: Yeah. Bean, do you find yourself catching ever that you're like, I should have built this. I should have just built. Does that ever happen to you?
3: Yeah, I'm pretty hot on, like, my reflexes. If I get engaged on, I'll just... 360, wall myself yeah. whilst yep. I get my bearings, <laughs> yeah. and I think, right, same way. Yep. who's shooting at me? Where are they? Because I want to go and kill them. Like, yeah. you don't, you don't just like start shooting at me and not get fired back. Like, <laughs> but
2: yeah, I, I, my,
3: I yeah. So on, so my default would be to 360, and then to put a ramp, and then I'm kind of getting my bearings, and then I guess each situation from that point it probably plays out slightly differently.
2: Yeah, no, I agree. And actually, you did that in your video we were talking about earlier you actually uh, backed up and built a, built a little ramp and got up top and had that advantage um, with some walls in front of you. where they came around, they didn't see you, and you rocketed them and won the game on your solo there. But, yeah, I, I
3: think that's... He boogie-bombed me. Yeah, he boogie-bombed me, didn't he? Yeah, like, he did. I was trying to full heel. I yeah. was trying to full heel, and he just yep. threw his boogie. Yeah. Uh, but I,
2: I think that's a thing that, all like, just keep in mind is if you're just putting ramps down and you're like, man, I don't seem to be able to, like, fight these people like some of the U- YouTubers I see or some of the uh you know some of the streamers I watch and it's probably because of these little things like they're throwing a wall in front of their ramps right to to give them that yep. uh, that extra little bit of protection and we have some more tips from that video I'm gonna be bringing over the next couple of weeks because he does a really good job of of pulling out some tips and tricks for gunfights and different things but uh I just wanted to go ahead and throw that one out this week so hopefully that helps you guys try try that out throwing up a wall and then your ramp instead of just your ramp if
1: That also gives your your building more stability, right? right? The more points of contact you have on the ground, the more they have to shoot out for your stuff to go down. Yep.
3: Yep. Yeah, the uh, the only other thing I'd kind of add to that, I guess, is a lot of people ask why I'm building with wood, and it's because wood starts with the most HP and generates the most HP over the first kind of two or three seconds of it building. It won't have as much HP at the end of its build as, like, brick or steel, but that initial few seconds the wood will have more HP, so it's more difficult to take down.
2: Boom. Dropping tips on you guys coming from everybody <laughs> today. YouTubers just dropping tips. Monster D face, Beanhead09. I mean, what? welcome to the Fortnite community podcast, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> well, let's go ahead and jump over to our last section for today, and that's the Reddit topic of the week. So what's really cool is we talked a little bit about the cozy campfire that we got. And I got a really cool post that I found that is called Sprint and Juice. And uh, actually, in case you didn't see it, David, I'm going to link it here in our chat. But this is I, my, my question to you guys is they keep adding these items to the games and the you know, community keeps making up items. And this is one we've talked about a few times as far as giving you a way to to get across the map a little faster or get out of storm a little quicker. And, you know, a lot of people are using the, the launch pads to, to get out of storm if you're getting caught. Now we have the cozy campfire to help you get out of storm if you get caught. Um, you know, what do you guys think there's a need for something like Sprint Juice Bean? Do you think this is a good idea to, to give us another, another way to, to move a little quicker? Uh,
3: I don't think it's necessarily a bad idea. I just wonder what people will, Could you have to drop something to use that Sprint Juice. <laughs> Who, wh- what are you going to drop? What what are you going to leave out of your inventory to have a bit of movement speed to help you escape the storm? I don't know. What will probably happen is it'll be used in combat where people will use their sprint juice so they can run faster and evade shots during shotgun fights or something like that. Right. That's probably what will happen. And then, and then is it being abused? I don't know.
1: Yeah. For me, it's duration, right? The long, depending on the the duration of it, um, it'd be really hard to slot it right now, but If it has a long duration, maybe you pop it and then just use it until, like, pick up your normal inventory and just use it for the, you know, minute that you have it.
2: Yeah. I I just, I almost wonder, because we thought about this early on, right? Because in the PvE side of it, of Fortnite, you have this way that you, you get these blue glows and you can end up, you know, hitting this little pod in the ground and all your team gets movement speed for 30 seconds or whatever it is. And we thought, hey, it'd be cool to have those throughout the map at first or then... Maybe give us a boost, but they've come up with so many things to allow you besides changing movement speed in the game that are really creative with the launch pad and you know, like I said, the campfire helping you get out of storm or a jump, a regular jump pad that well, I guess aren't in there anymore because they took those out. But like, I I just wonder, and we've talked about this many times, at what point do you stop putting items in the game? Um, or like Beanhead said, like would what would you put up instead of or what would you not pick up so you can pick up sprint juice? Right. And that's the yeah. question you got to keep well, asking. Maybe,
1: yourself. maybe sprint juice isn't the answer for speed. I do think there should be something in there added for speed. Maybe they make like an acceleration gate, right? It's a trap. You place on a floor and then you're, anybody can run through the acceleration gate and it gives you a a speed boost for a certain amount of time. Right.
2: Yeah. That'd be, that's a good idea. Actually a pad or something. That yeah, it's you, a, yeah. It's a cool idea.
3: I think,
1: I think I was thinking of thinking. Jace. Whenever I said that, how Jace puts right. up the thing and yeah, shoots yeah, the yeah. bullet through, yeah. and yeah. then when his teammates run through the acceleration thing, he they all get <laughs> movement speed.
3: Yeah, yeah. I, I think you've got to think with items being introduced is what's the purpose of them, and does that purpose already exist somewhere else? Because otherwise, yeah, you're just bloat in yeah. the bloat in the item or the um drop system, I guess. Right. You're yeah, diluting chests. It... You're diluting chest, You're diluting floor loot. You're potentially diluting the supply drops as well. Maybe if they're going to go in there, so you, right? Every item you introduce kind of has these knock-on effects. So unless they're serving a purpose, I'd right. say leave them out.
1: Right. Yeah, and that's kind of where the speed juice comes in. Is like, okay, so if if its purpose typically is to get out of storm, like maybe it's not that big of a purpose.
3: Yeah, But so. an
1: acceleration gate, think of what if you can shoot rockets through it, too, and
3: now your rockets move faster to their Now target. you really are thinking about Jay's. <laughs> I am. There's
1: a lot of opportunities there.
2: No, it's, it's true. It's, it's a good idea. It's a good idea.
1: Because, like, right now you shoot a rocket, and while rockets, you know, being, you said it, I think in one of your videos about them being, you know, the most accurate gun in the game, um, their movement speed is very slow. So, it would be interesting to do some, some ideas with that.
2: Well, guys, as always, well, uh, first off, thank you, Bazooka, so much for that post on Reddit. If you listen, thank you so much, Bazooka underscore TXT. So thank you so much. It's a really cool art that you made there and, uh, you know, gets, us, gets our official. minds thinking. So it's really sweet, really sweet image that you have there. So, guys, make sure you're checking out the Reddit. Uh, it's uh, slash r slash fortnitebr. Make sure you guys are checking that. And thank you so much for listening. hope you guys really enjoyed the show. Uh, make sure you shoot us a review on iTunes. Leave us a comment on Podbean. Shoot us an email and all your complaints to Fortnitepodcast at gmail.com. Tell us what you like and what you dislike. Hey, Beanhead, thank you so much for being here tonight, man. We really appreciate it. Thank you for coming on from across the pond and hanging out with us hey. uh, and, and, and being our guest. Tell everybody, man, like, where they can find you, what all your channels are, when you stream, that
3: kind of thing. Well, first off, just thanks for uh, thanks for inviting me on. It's it's been really enjoyable. Actually, I'll come back anytime. Sometimes (laughs) we surprise um, people. We're we're
2: pretty fun to talk to
3: sometimes. (laughs) Um, But yeah, in terms of where to find me, mainly on Twitter at the Beanhead09. I do stream occasionally on Twitch at forward slash Beanhead09. um, But if you really want to find me, I'm on YouTube, um, Beanhead09 Paragon.
2: And you do the top five plays, so everybody knows as well, and they can shoot you. Uh, an Absolutely, email with yeah. their play give give all that information out.
3: Yeah, sure So the top five plays email address is FBR at gmail.com So I'll go through every single one of those and if I decide it's worthy of top five plays it will go in and uh, There's some pretty cool clips coming in there. I must say there are some pretty cool clips and I also I the hash- yeah, 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 I've definitely seen a few from From, from you guys and I searched the hashtag FMBR plays on Twitter as well.
2: Well, we really appreciate it, man. Thank you so much for being here. Guys, make sure you're checking out his YouTube channel. It is a great content, lots of fun top five plays. Uh, Like we said, we talked about the video earlier uh, where he had talked about uh, the battle pass, the biggest problem with the battle pass. So guys, go check those out. Give Bean, Bean, Beanhead a follow there. And, uh, man, we can't wait to have you back on to talk some more. Uh, we got we to gotta play some since we both play on PlayStation. We got to get together. Yeah. Especially yeah, hit hit, hit up all these new POIs when they come out. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Fortnite Podcast. You can follow me on Twitter at 2 T X, T-W-O-L-O-U-D-T-X. zero at NOL N-O-L-X-E-R-O. Beanhead, at Beanhead09. Uh, and also, guys, make sure you check out the Fortnite reddit page as well thank you so much to monster d uh for letting me take away some of your tips and tricks there and of course for epic <laughs> making an appearance on the show mr eric williamson so uh first, th- time, of fir- first time of many first time of many first time many. so guys thank you so much and as always until next time dance out those kills and boast in those victory royales